0: See,
1: i'm gonna take a sip people sip, love this
0: sip that tea yeah
1: you know how people love more than f- chomp chomping food on a mic peach ginger tea slurp
0: <sniffs> mm. oh god you peeked a little there audio wise
1: no i think we're okay people love that shit asthma i think mm-hmm. it's called when people drink tea
0: asmr yeah what ASMR is what ASMR. those videos
1: are. Oh, I thought it was asthma.
0: That sounds like asthma. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like it's this. a little different than asthma.
1: Did you read um, *Lord of the Flies*? I did.
0: Yeah, in school.
1: What's like if if uh, if you had to pull one thing from your memory of when did you read it? Like twenty years ago?
0: Yeah, probably even more.
1: What would be the thing that was most memorable to you?
0: Oh, just how it all devolves and they're like monsters. You no know? oh.
1: well, what about? Sorry, what like a specific moment? Oh, perhaps a quote well, the pig head or stuff.
0: The pighead stuff like all that stuff is like very disturbing. Pighead. Yeah.
1: Mine sucks to your asthma. <laughs> do you even remember that? I don't think I do. Oh my it's god. Piggy has asthma. And all the little boys are like, sucks to your asthma. <laughs> sucks to your asthma. They're British boys. British yeah. boys can be cruel.
0: Every every boy can be cruel.
1: Good point. Not all boys though, hashtag Hashtag not all boys.
0: We had a, a the, the, all those like survivalist movies just make me really nervous because I don't want to be in that situation.
1: We had a f- oh what? Sorry, I was drinking. <laughs> Sorry.
0: We watched The Pianist recently. Is yeah. that a
1: survival movie?
0: Well, it's a Holocaust movie. Okay. So he seems I've never surviving seen it. the Holocaust. It's very good. I've heard it's good. Um, but there's a scene where he gets a loaf of bread. That's like gifted to him, um, I think by like a, you know, a a Gestapo type person. And uh,
1: would they do that?
0: Well, he was like a nice Gestapo. Oh, yeah. But anyways, Carrie. Hashtag not all Gestapo. Not all Gestapo. (laughs) Carrie turned to me and she's like, how long could you make a a loaf of bread last? And like, (laughs) that's a great question. I said
1: two days. Really, even in in uh, survival mode,
0: I, I just love bread. Oh, <laughs> I love bread too much. You know, and she was very disturbed by that. I was like, I'm not built for surviving the Holocaust. I'm just like, I would eat the bread in two. She thought I would say like weeks, weeks, and you'd like harden it and then dip it in water, like all the different things. And I was she just was like, she's good. She's good, but I'm like, yo, this bread is best enjoyed in the first couple. You you get a mm-hmm. fresh loaf at the mm-hmm. farmer's market. You, you know, you got either freeze it.
1: Yeah, and even that you have to like yeah just go to church or whatever or sorry not church I'm still trying to figure out what mm, to say in
0: the holocaust church yeah
1: yeah that's true mm. yeah just like get permission from your superior in my term right. I, we talked about this last episode i go to the the cinema tech yes yes and i get permission from the person selling me tickets right, right and i say can i eat this bread after i put it in the freezer it's important yeah got to get permission yeah I think I am on your spouse's side of this one. I could make everyone is. I could make a loaf of bread last.
0: I gave her an honest gut answer. Mm -hmm.
1: But are you really thinking about if you were like in survival mode or is this just No,
0: I don't think I was, which I think was funny. You know, I was like I just couldn't even put myself in that mind space. You you would just
1: evaporate, basically, if you were surviving something like the Holocaust. You just tap out.
0: Lord of the Flies, too. I'd be like, no, like, we're still in a representative democracy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just, like, does anyone have sunscreen? I wouldn't be worried about right. you know, any of the... Have you ever thought about being on Survivor? Um, I don't think I would get past the online application of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because you're lazy or because you wouldn't do a good one or...
0: Because I, you know, stub my toe and I'd go to physical therapy. Like, I can be on Survivor. Sorry?
1: You stub your toe?
0: Yeah, I mean, I just like literally just can't don't even... stub your toe. No, I'm just saying, like my body is not built. It's problem. For... I can't survive my own house, let alone like That's being a great on a point. show.
1: Huh? Can't survive your own house?
0: Yeah, I walk into like doorways and oh
1: shit, my. but I there can't... aren't any doorways on the island.
0: There's doorways to hellish <laughs> out outside
1: yeah, scapes. You can't stub your toe on a doorway to hellish outside scapes.
0: I would stub my toe on a snail or something. And, yeah, you know
1: they have those actually yeah lots of snails yeah. on survivor you've yeah. seen it
0: back in the day back in the yeah. day
1: Yeah. amy and i are watching uh Seven. Oh okay pearl islands uh, one yeah one of the best that's great so good yeah you got rupert sandra johnny fair did you watch that season no do we just keep listing names you can but it's... johnny fairplay
0: it's a great name
1: He's truest of scumbags and a delight to watch. Yeah,
0: Fairplay is a made-up name
1: for sure. Yeah, he does this thing where he's got fingers pointing like this and like this, mm-hmm. and then finally in episode like eight, he's like, "What are you fucking doing with your hands like that?" And he's like, "Got the F and the Y. My my name's Johnny Fairplay. There's an F and the Y, and I'm everything in between." So That's good, so dumb. Yeah, his his he plummets. Yeah, of course. He peaks in seven and then comes back after getting his like jaw broken by a famous musician. And then an old man throws him into a boat and he has to leave because they wouldn't—they didn't give him his medication. He spent
0: his whole time <laughs> coming up with that stupid F and Y thing.
1: His know? whole life. Yeah, it's his trademark. Yeah. I don't think I could commit to a trademark like that.
0: No, that's like talking about yourself in the third person. It's right. Like, Get out of here. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Learn about
1: people. Right, right. Wait, learn about others or yourself? Uh both but yeah
0: but especially others
1: i think i read i was reading a lot of david graber this couple months and lord of the flies is just complete bullshit i think based mm-hmm. on reading him
0: <laughs> in terms of like how it would actually happen or
1: right i think a lot of uh like western especially like these books where they're like oh when you go back to fucking savage nature beasts uh like i don't know like reading as much as um heart of darkness seemed to be like trying to show how bad the like slavery system is it also sort of just like shows like well there it's bad to enslave people but look how they behave when they're in the jungle Mm. and like, look how the white man turns into a savage beast. I don't know. I just think that after reading about all these cool ancient and non so ancient groups that created egalitarian systems and ways to behave with each other. I don't think just being in a jungle, I think we would actually team up. We'd want to survive together, not throw asthma boy off a cliff.
0: Hard to say. (laughs) You have a lot of, uh, Confidence in our species, and as Grisham often points out in the subtext of all his stories, I'm not sure we're that we're that noble. I mean, I hope so. There are noble people, but we have a history of conflict and brute force superseding empathy and
1: collaboration. Right, but it's all been uh, in the perversion of just absolute capitalist mayhem.
0: Yeah true
1: so i honestly think that land grabs remove that yeah if you remove
0: real estate exactly
1: real estate is the driving force for it all it is people don't i'm being fucking serious the number two pack in this country is the real estate pack just behind pharmaceuticals and no one like it's all still like oh it's the american dream to own a home it's like this country is so fucked because of the real estate market i know and no one gives no fuck cares.
0: You know know what I thought recently, which is kind of like obviously, like the gun thing to me is like really tragic and terrible in our country. The only silver lining is like no one could ever take our country from us. There are way too many lunatics with like 30 guns in their house. Who wants this shit? I'm saying, like, but like, no one wants this country. It could be the worst insurgency problem ever because it's like just think of all these like crazy Second Amendment people.
1: God. Just like with
0: arsenals in every block on in America, you know.
1: God, it'd be uh, honestly that'd be no a good, one's trying that'd to be a good screenplay. Yeah, no so one's it, trying to invade us. But what's that movie? The one in the eighties, Red, Red Dawn. Oh, right. Red. When
0: they try to just take America. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I feel like I watched that during the pandemic.
1: I've never seen it.
0: I think that was a pandemic watch.
1: I think there could be a cool update version based yeah. on your ideas you should yeah. write that you're talking about screenplays i
0: have an interesting i have an interesting one but that's a good one too i have one about like civil war but uh, this is a civ- oh no it's not really no, civil it's, war it's yeah, yeah you're no. right it's insurgency yeah
1: you have a story about the civil war this is feeling sort of grish me
0: well it's 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 a bit supernatural Cool. I'm not going to burn the idea on a podcast. Yeah, I'll tell it. you about it when we turn it off. That's great. If, if people want to send me and Charles each ten thousand dollars, we'll email you the idea.
1: This is awesome! Wow, <laughs> Josh has never had an idea like that. <laughs> That's give, the, give the
0: listeners what they want, <laughs> yeah. you know,
1: and give us what we need. Yeah, yeah, we're desperate here. We don't have. You said you, you if you had money, you'd get some dogs or something. <laughs> so we need to get you your your dog money need that dog um this was the first grisham book i read okay a couple weeks ago okay unlike you you probably read this book years decades ago
0: yeah it was the fifth grade or something
1: yeah i I want to know everything you remember about that because that seems like such a crazy experience as a fifth grader to be reading this book about like this wild lawyer who just wants to get rich loves the death penalty <laughs> doesn't really give a fuck about anything else it's such a classic christian book and oh it's like i wonder do you have any remember just like memory of what you thought of um i think what's I his just, name uh the the main uh, oh the main, jake yeah jake 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 glance Gal- yeah Galant go Gal- gr- gr- no, Groot, Br- Groot brigant brigant brigant
0: yeah i think i'm like a poster child for like why people shouldn't worry about violent video games affecting children like i feel like i had like loving parents a very safe upbringing this was pure escapism like i didn't even think about it in the real world i think Mm. i was just like oh this
1: crazy fake story i don't i'm in my mind that either meant that you are incredibly violent now because you didn't play video games What are the? You didn't mention video games. It just
0: didn't affect my like personal like. Okay, so you did play video games. Oh yeah, I played Mortal Kombat. I never, you know,
1: combat by yourself. I
0: had Mortal Kombat when I was like eight or nine years old. Who'd you play against? Friends, friends, family. I mean, people would come over. I was like the cool kid that had it before everyone else. Right, I was going to ask. You were
1: probably the kid that had. I'm not saying that your friendships weren't real, but just that people would always want to come to you a hundred percent yeah and yeah, i will yeah. clarify it wasn't cool it was cool that i had it yeah you know and cooler kids
0: one kid stole mortal kombat two or three from me the fuck i know I was brazen it's just like you're the only person that was at my house and now the game's missing like
1: i've never had that a friend steal from you yeah theft or maybe i have and i just have theft, never noticed denied it and it was like Damn. weird
0: yeah i don't know if i ever got it back
1: that's so sad i know when i was um closest this came is when my two friends were throwing my backpack around at school and smashed my ta-86 graphing calculator those things are expensive yeah so um i think i used sort of what grisham would have i think grisham would have been proud of my legalistic tenacity and i we each split it a third Mm. the three Mm. friends split it a third
0: that's nice
1: even though I had nothing to do with it, they were throwing my bag around.
0: See, that's yeah, that's kind of like.
1: But hey, I took responsibility. Yeah,
0: for having those friends, I guess. Having the
1: friends, having the bag, having the calculator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but man, do you still talk to that person who stole from you, Mortal Kombat?
0: Um, no, not really. But not because of that. Yeah, sort of water under the bridge. I was going to say there's water a lot of layers. A lot of layers to it, you know, kids. Kids have all sorts of complexities.
1: <laughs> you're telling me. Adults, I guess, too, but they sort of, yeah. I think you're right. Kids are mysterious, yeah, in the know. ways they behave, yeah. At least, our general I think maybe they're more open. I feel like a lot of it was just like embarrassment and fear of not like expressing how you actually felt. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us kept secret. Yeah, totally. Secret children. That's oh. just, that's a good name for a. Screenplay, secret children, yeah, yeah, I like it, and it's just like weird children, yeah, freaking out their parents, but yeah, not like displacing their eggs. Yeah. Could be a supernatural story to go. Maybe it could be like a spin-off of your or
0: everyone over the age of eight dies, and like children have to like keep the world going. So you have like heads of state that are like nine years old. That's. Cool. It's a cool movie. It's like idea. Why the Last Man? Except- that one's for free, but for ten thousand dollars, you will get an amazing supernatural civil war story. Have
1: you re- finished it?
0: No, it's just a log line. But I, <laughs> but the money will help <laughs> it's fund just it. Log line. You haven't even spent any. T- <laughs> I've spent some time thinking about okay. it, but I, I got another thing I'm working on. In the meantime, that's twenty grand. If you want to
1: get the outline, that's for even that. for me. I'm not getting any of that. That's straight straight to Nadler. Yeah, nadler nadler I'll c- nadler i'll nadler. cut you a Great. referral fee though if, I, if you oh, get a true. check
0: for 20 grand i'll give you two well,
1: yeah i could just keep it right, two make grand it up, make it
0: out to charlie nadler and then i will <laughs> oh, but you
1: could spell nadler h-o-b-b-y i'm just saying it's a it's a common confusion over the the lineage of the family
0: listen if you can con a listener with that money to do that you can have it that's fine so, i'll okay, give thanks. that to you that's very smart
1: I have two screenplays in the works. Nice. Yeah. Maybe I'll also, they're pretty good. That's awesome. Maybe that's, yeah, those they offer is the same. 10 grand each. I'll tell you mine. That's great. And then when I close, we can compare notes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. One of them reminded me because it has children in it. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Like nice. The Client. Yeah. Like The Client. Wait, great, we're not talking about kids The Client, movie. though.
0: No, that was last week, but I'm just saying, Fuck. Great Kids Movie, The Client.
1: Oh, before we get into it, I want to get into it. I've, I think I left the listeners hanging because my memory isn't great, but I think in episode two, we ended talking about how we're not very good at projects and I'm getting better at them. Yeah. I told you about my garage door opener. Yes, yes. I don't think I ever... You next
0: never week. closed the loop on it. You told me that you'd started to like work on it. Yeah.
1: So I thought I had fixed. It's been all this time. Basically, it was... In the closed position, thought it was open. So Mm -hmm. it kept trying to keep pushing the door down. The bar was going crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I reset it, and I dragged everything, took the chain off, dragged everything to the open position, and then I closed it, and it closed. So I thought, this is great. I fixed it. I reset it so that now that it thinks it's closed, pressed the button again, just kept closing. So apparently there was a problem in the logic board. Oh, no. And uh, I just got a new one.
0: I didn't even know garages had logic boards.
1: Well, if you think about it, it does. It, they're so weirdly manufactured that there's no way to tell it to open. Or There's one button. Right. Garage door openers decided, let's do the one button approach, which yeah, I think makes it's sense.
0: kind of cool because people are idiots. Right. You
1: know? As long as your logic of the machine is more important or pre- just yeah, it's like more a power, powerful.
0: Yeah, it's like a power button. Turn the TV on off, you know.
1: It's That's true. <clears> button. One button. Right. That's actually a good point. TVs <clears> must have logic boards.
0: Yeah, I'm getting my TV fixed today. That shit's all fucked up, oh, too. Oh, no. Yeah, half of it is dim. I've been watching these Grisham movies. <laughs> oh, dim. no. Not like black, just like dimmer. Yeah. So like McConaughey will be like in full light, and then it'll be a little dim or oh, something. so scenes. sorry. Yeah, that no, sucks. stuff with th- But this McConaughey, too, you want him fully lit. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful part of his life.
1: Especially uh, in the, some scenes. The lighting in this movie might be the best, like one of the best things about this movie, I thought. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, to finish, uh, just let listeners know they've been on the edge of their seats for a couple of weeks. Uh, Amy and I installed the new one, and it works great. That's great. And now I can get anyone access, another ten grand. If you'd like to open and close my garage door from anywhere in the world, send me a check That's for $10,000, and I'll give you access to my garage door. I've
0: never heard of that, that deal.
1: The deal's open to you. If you want to just open oh. and close my garage door whenever you want.
0: Yeah, I'll look at my four oh one K, see if it's worth taking it Can early. you take out early? I mean I get You're penalized, but I mean yeah. they'll probably understand.
1: Maybe <laughs> they'll give you the, like buying a house exception, like you know. Yeah, trying garage a garage door, door exception. Not <laughs> yeah. mine, but you know, they might know.
0: It stimulates the economy, you know. Republicans love that
1: stuff. Stimulate That's true. the economy. Yeah, they love all they love everything. They love life. They love liberty. Yeah, they love life so Yeah. much. Um Yeah, they're all for it. So, yeah, can you tell me, bring me back to fifth grade or whenever you were, and you finished, or you read through this grand story of child rape, Uh, the KKK taking over a southern town, Um, a man forced to kill, and then one beautiful boy, one white man who is forced to, Take the mantle of leadership, and exonerate the innocent he needs to murderer. Solve
0: race relations, exonerate a guy who but, has just really been giving his due process, and hey, wait, improve prove temporary insanity, which is you know, yeah. you know that's really obvious.
1: most important. Get that bag, baby.
0: Get that bag because he is bad with money, uh-huh. terrible with money. Uh- Also resist um, resist an affair with a very very strange law student.
1: Such a fucking baffling! I can't wait to get into that character.
0: Also, we'll get we'll get into let's get into. I have some a a lot to unpack with that storyline. This is like five movies. When I saw the runtime was two hours and twenty nine minutes, my heart kind of sunk a little Mm. bit because it's like.
1: You, you had a gut heart. It's
0: like, man, you know, I mean, I don't know. I get two twenty nine for like a like superhero movie or whatever, but like.
1: What is that? Why? So make room for big explosions? Just, Those yeah, long... there's usually
0: long act twos, multiple act threes, you know, there's all sorts of fake endings, but it's like, mm. this is a movie about a case and, and race, like two right. hours. You, you know could what have rap- I mean? bas- so The, what the just client, two hours, perfect run time right, for that Right, but firm
1: movie. two and a half. Firm was long. Pelican too. brief two and a half. They're yeah, they're too long. Too fucking long. You but know? you're saying rape scene, murder scene, trial scene. This could have been a forty five minute movie.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, it could have been a, a short film about rape, murder, and the law.
1: Uh, <laughs> Why was this called The Time to Kill when they had such a beautiful title, Rape, Murder, and uh, the Law?
0: T- the time to kill, and I didn't necessarily need to kill two and a half hours
1: to mm, watch this story. That's good. Ching! I like that. that yeah. That's good. I am going to quote that and put it on the post. That's great. That's a good joke. Yeah, that's great. You should write that. Just down. came up with it. It's yeah.
0: on. It's on. On sound now.
1: Okay well if you ever want to use it it's yours thank you yeah i think i left my oh no i didn't bring i I did take four notes so i just want to make sure i have that up um but yeah so this movie as i just read the book the fact that this movie is only two and a half hours after the incredible editing that it did on the fucking sprawling monster that was the novel
0: yeah i bet
1: Schum- Schumacher, what's Schumacher. his name? Schumacher cuts out, I'd say, a good quarter of the book.
0: Yeah, that's that's what's best about these Grisham adaptations. Like, yeah, you just get rid of the fat.
1: It is time. improved. Like I didn't really like this movie, and it's a two thousand percent improvement over the book. Well, you
0: hated the book, right? I hate the book. Yeah. So to like a movie based on a book you hate is like. <sighs>
1: Well, I don't know Testament. if I'd go so far as say as like, but I just didn't hate it. Okay, gotcha. I like elements. I got yes. some bones to pick and some just dreams to unravel. While I was watching I was just like, what is going on? Why is this not yeah. happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a bad sign of a screenplay when you're like, why is this not happening? Yeah, I know. When you can write in your head, like, why would you, as an example, have a truly captivating actor such as Samuel Jackson in a role that has so much pathos, angst, yes. and emotion in it, yeah. and then decide, what if he had one line at the end of the movie? Why would you relegate your most important character? And this is the problem with the book, is that yeah. it decides that the most important character is lawman trying to get rich over uh, just person who had to endure the worst thing and then decides to do something really like things that most people wouldn't do, yeah, I know. and yet all he, he just it's like, the, doesn't do anything in the movie.
0: The motivation and the stakes are like so convoluted because it's like you have the money thing, and then you have that he has a daughter, and they really drill in the mm-hmm. like, what if it happened to my daughter? Yeah. Which is like a you know, I, I get it, I get that, but it's like. Which is it? Is it racism? Is it family empathy? Is it money? I mean, it's just too many things. You know, we call that like a hat on a hat. You know, there's sure. like too many hats on hat. Oh, hats. we got a
1: quad hat happening right so now. So
0: many hats. Like, just like a whole hat collection. And it's just like...
1: And also the defense is a multi-hat defense, where at this... Bergant is simultaneously trying to prove insanity as well as every decent human being would get an assault rifle and blow these motherfuckers away. And he somehow wins the case with he's insane, but also you would do it too. You wouldn't go insane. This is just the redeemable act of murder. It's the time to kill. It's the titular time.
0: I know. I mean, I get, I get it. It's just, yeah, it just feels like the like Houdini like (coughs) trick that he has to play at the end. It just feels like, Like in that scene, it's like it's powerful enough. The way he says it, and like it's it's pretty brutal and like '90s, like you know, race relations stuff. I guess it probably hit harder then, but it's sort of like it doesn't really lead to that climax in the way that you would want. Yeah, well structured.
1: Well, let's start at the beginning. Let's do it. We're already at the end, and we missed the beginning. We did. We did a bad job. How
0: about that opening fucking sequences?
1: I was worried. I was really worried because the book this is actually another classic Grisham is to have like the opening gambit. Yeah. Where you sort of meet the character and like in the client, it's the cop or the, the lawyer killing himself. Yeah. And then you get to the story. Yeah. Here it's the same, like the rape of a girl, 10 year old girl is like a 20 page sequence where it's like incredibly like the scene at the end where I fucking back at the end. Just trying so hard to we'll say at the beginning to, yeah. when he's in his, in his closing arguments, he just like, talks for 10 minutes about imagine a girl getting raped that's basically what happened in the book is like you get pages and pages of just awful people doing a terrible thing so i was very like relieved that it was strangely pov was actually the least right intense way to to watch it so good choice schumacher at all yeah um and then you it's just like weird dreamy, like you all you see is the action of the feet and the right, limb, right. tree limb and stuff. So it actually wasn't as bad as like how do you fucking film yeah, that? Yeah,
0: you can't you can't go there. Yeah, you have to be Yeah. Um
1: do you watch this with your spouse too, right? Did yeah. I was by myself thankfully. I didn't yeah, have it's to tough. Yeah. last
0: night, yeah. It's kinda, of, you know, not exactly like a typical Wednesday night thing. Just watch this opening thing after dinner,
1: you know? It's a bummer. That's what you got to call it. Just a fucking... Bummer. Just a bummer.
0: You know what? If you, like some of the other elements of these movies, like it felt... Obviously, it was like super hyperbolic in some ways and like very, like the way they're characterized or like just their their caricatures of racist or whatever, but like felt topical. It felt like these two people exist today mm. in some of these small towns, like the hatred and the the race relations and the segregation like it just it felt sadly like you know Mm. evergreen
1: yeah i know yeah i think when this book came out just general post like reagan and all that shit people were like i mean it's still that way but just i feel like the 90s was a particularly vibrant time for the white uh ignorance Mm -hmm where you could pretend that, like, affirmative action was the big... Ba- I mean, I guess that's the problem. People are still doing that, too. But I think there's been more anti-racist stuff happening than there was in the 90s to make it oh, sure. more well, the, like we can re- see that this is just as real. It's, like, fucking sad.
0: The, well, the class division, you know, Reagan, just, like, got a lot of rich people got richer and like right. a lot of poor people got poorer. And so here we are in the 90s.
1: yeah. So I think this honestly hits better in 2020 than it probably did in 2000, where people were sure. more wary of like, this isn't real. Racism doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, And as it's, there are still those people, but I think it's much harder to be that kind of person in 2020 than it was 20 years ago.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But also like 20, you know, 2020 exposed that these, you know, these people very, yeah. are just around. They just like keep coming back, you know, the, the Goldwater supporters and the, you know.
1: Yeah. I was actually my one of my biggest like when I was reading the book was like this is silly like no one would ever I, was, I don't know why I thought this but I was just like if someone murdered someone even if they raped people people would still be like that person should maybe go to jail or something but then the recent uh, Neely guy who murdered uh, a black homeless person on oh, the subway right. and, and like York. so many Republican figures are like. We should give this man a medal for murdering a black person. Then he shouldn't go to jail. He should be rewarded. It's like okay, I guess that's true. It's like that is the way country reacts to white person killing mm-hmm. a black person. So yeah. again, I was this is like incredibly timely and more important in some ways to watch now than it was twenty years ago. I think, yeah, yeah. But, but then other ways, it just sort of like totally. Sucks because it doesn't at the end of the day really make much sense.
0: Well, yeah, and I think one of the biggest problems with this movie is it's like it's pure emotion. Like, they do a good job of in the beginning of showing like what it would do to you if you're Samuel L. Jackson and like motivating the crime for sure. But like the the fact that it's so binary between like like when McConaughey s- says to him, like you walk with the right jury, you know, like it, like you either get the death penalty or like they're just going to say temporary like so there's no like well yes these are evil people who should burn in hell but you shouldn't have just machine gunned them at the you know what i mean it's right. like there's, it's weird how it's just like you're either getting the gas or you're gonna be barbecuing with your family at the end mm-hmm. of the movie which is what happens and right it's like you know even with temporary insanity like you may have to do a little time in a psychiatric institution with some, like, professional right, oversight. Right. Just make sure that PTSD is in check and you don't just start killing everyone in the clan. you that know? That is
1: actually a funny point that they didn't really even... T- he was exonerated because he had temporary... Or I guess it was just temporary insanity. Temporary, yeah. But it was... Yeah, like, that. he should at least, like... have. Some, I don't know. I don't even know what legally happens if you're shown to be either. insane. And that's a weird thing murder. is Grisham
0: usually, like... I think w- sometimes with Grisham, you're just like, oh, he's a lawyer, so like, it must all be figured out logically. But like, sometimes stuff happens where I'm like, is that how the law works, Grisham? Like, did you, did you do all the the real um, fact checking there?
1: Got to doubt it.
0: Yeah, I think this is where Grisham was just getting so rich at this point. 96.
1: No, this Oh, movie wise. Movie wise, yes, but this is like even this is toned down from his bullshit book. Yeah, like the book is you are concerned or annoyed by the brief mention of the daughter and like every good father would murder. Yeah. That is every 10 pages. Someone says, but it, I, who wouldn't murder them? <laughs> Which I think is another cop out of this movie is like the only way Grisham could write this to be like, he makes the people that rape and murder the 10 year old, like, the worst people and they're like drug users and racists and white trash. Like he literally make sure we know they're white trash. Yeah, But like, what if it was, Oh, I don't know. Just like Jack Bergantz did it. Right. Would it be okay to kill Jack? What's his name? Jack, Jake, Jake. Would it be okay to kill Jake? Because he's a nice white person. Yeah. So he does that thing where it's like you cast the rapist as the most like ugly, disgusting person that you can, hate as a human because you just like don't like what they look like or right but like it doesn't like all the reasoning is like these people deserve to die because they're scum yeah and what if they weren't scum john
0: i know see that i think that's where cinema is getting a little bit more evolved recently is like they try to show how some of these like antagonistic people become these bad you know it's like more of like an exploration of like you know not just showing like some like blatantly you know that's like a very conservative worldview of like these people exactly these people are just monsters forever and there's no backstory there's no trauma that they've been through or like drug addicted parents or abusive family or like anything that like sort of you understand it's just like now they're just evil and must be expunged with no due process immediately
1: right that's the that's the victory of this book is that two loser scumbags are murdered and that's what that's what this country should be doing the yeah. whole the point isn't at the end when he says imagine she's white it isn't oh maybe we should not be doing that when black people do it it's like oh it's okay to do it on both sides right we should just be murdering right. all the scumbags yeah race colorblind just murder yeah not ooh, maybe we shouldn't be punishing and murdering people for doing this i know yeah, it's it's a wild fucking libert again, libertarian just like my rights over everyone else's. Yeah. Uh I, I should be able to murder anyone I want as long as I have good reason and
0: Totally. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the whole point of this movie is like McConaughey needs to get paid and he needs to win the case. Doesn't matter who dies. Doesn't matter who almost oh dies. Doesn't matter that his marriage is like crumbled because of it. It's just like, yo, you got to win that case. You know, it's was just,
1: the scene at the end of dream when his wife comes back? Like that felt like a dream. Didn't I know, it? but, but then it's like, not though. I think right. she
0: actually comes back, but they shoot it. Like he's about to wake up. It was like, that was a very poorly, um, I think that was like maybe one of the worst scenes of the movie because you feel like he's dreaming. She's a little out of focus almost, mm. you know. It's like I know he's like drinking and whatever like but like can yeah. I fight with
1: you for a second? Yeah. Can I argue with you? Yeah. I'm I'm honestly wondering if Schumacher was like this shit sucks <laughs> and I'm going to try to per- pervert the source material while the source material writer is behind my back. And I feel like he, I don't, know, I'm, I've, I did it with Die Hard. I'm never gonna try to do it again. But it, watching this movie felt like someone who hates the main character, but is forced to like try to mm. elevate him to the original status while having these little digs. So I wonder if like making that feel like a dream sequence to Grisham with like, oh great, he's exon he's exonerated by his wife for even though he was a fucking loser and like really treated her like shit the whole movie. Having that scene for Grisham is like. And the wife comes back and lets him know it's okay. But Joel's like, and this was a crazy, like drunken dream that right. never actually happened. Interesting. So I don't know. This probably no. wasn't what happened, but yeah no I, that's
0: not a fight that's an interesting idea it's yeah, a theory yeah. you know I mean, yeah. yeah I thought you were going to say can I fight with you like your house sucks you know or something. yeah
1: Mortal Kombat time maybe. Yeah, I, I I'm, stole I'm it I'm
0: going to fight I'm going to steal <laughs> your desk chair on the way out like that would be like that's very be, antagonistic and you wouldn't stop me right no I'd probably still be like when are we going to record the next episode <laughs> what's the next Grisham and uh, <laughs> I'll try to get a chair for you <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> that would be very upbrand for me it's like do you want to talk to Charles about the chair? He's still, in? do you want uh, armrests or uh, yeah, no armrests? I don't know. I just uh, hopefully it was just a misunderstanding. Maybe I said he could take the
1: chair. I'm gonna. I keep jumping to the end. I think that's because it's like the most important part of the movie. But the my whole argument for this idea that Joel was secretly trying to undo what Christian did. Yeah. The scene, the whole fucking final scene is not jakes in the book i don't know if you remember that but it's a juror does that in closed session
0: a juror does
1: the whole soliloquy basically it's her like so basically there's a jury scene where they're meeting and then it cuts because she's like everyone close your eyes i'm gonna tell you a little story and then it cuts for suspense because we don't know what the story is and then we find out later that she tells the rape story and then ends it with imagine that she's white. And then the jury comes back and gives the oh. not guilty verdict. And I think Joel read the script and was like, Jake sucks. I hate this guy. Yeah. The w- least I can do is have, see himself as the bad guy. Sure. And Samuel Jackson's character, he's just going to be like, dude, as much as you think you're a good liberal guy, you suck. Yeah. And you need to figure out that you're implicit in this right. as well as everyone else in this fucking room. Right. So, this it's is a ad-
0: great adjustment by Schumacher. Absolutely. Ha- what about what a passive way to resolve something where you have this guy who, like, is a bad husband, a bad lawyer, bad with <laughs> money, can't figure out how to do anything with the case. And then some jurors, like, I'll fix it for you. Yeah. Exactly. That's terrible.
1: Right. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. And just like comparing the way, I mean, it's a much better just character story to give him some drive yeah. and show that he's actually competent at this. But down deep, have... it shows that he's like when, uh, Carl says that you're a bad person and that you need to think about this, not just in terms of getting me off, which I yeah. found a very funny way of saying it. Yeah. Um, so I'll get you off, but yeah. don't you worry. <laughs> um, but that you need to like fucking, realize that you are a part of a racist system and getting me free isn't going to fix that. Yeah. I just a little moment. A little moment for Jake to learn something.
0: I agree and I think like if I were to write this screenplay or pick apart this screenplay is what I think could really have elevated it to be much better is you don't see enough of the race relation stuff in the in the in the real world. Like you don't see Jake Like with the whole thing, like Magic is white. It's like it'd be way more better motivated if you like see him out in the world, seeing all these systemic problems, like seeing like how he's part of a larger problem or how society like could be better, and then like then paying it off with that with that soliloquy at the end. It's like instead, it's just sort of like like we talked about. It's like this is like random, like sort of rabbit out of a hat realization at the very end, like in a you know stupor of just like oh this is the it just it doesn't it just doesn't feel like he gets there. Yeah. Um, it does kind of feel like he's saying someone else's lines. Like, now that, like, I. Right. Know, refreshed about that juror's, like, original story. It's such of a theory. switch. And yeah. it only
1: lasts for that scene. And then, is like, the last line of his movie that he says to Carl before he comes. Oh, my God, the ending is crazy. But he, when Carl thanks him, he's like, I'm the bad guy, remember? I hated like, what
0: that. I fucking hated that so much. I was like, why'd you just ruin this? You just right. like, pulled a rabbit out of the hat, you saved the guy, and now you're like, this is like the best moment possible for this guy's like whirlwind situation. And now you're just going to be like, no, like we're, you know, I'm, we're not buddies, you know, like I saved you, but I'm bad. It's like, ugh, it's It's such a, but it's like an
1: unnecessary beat. It is. I think it's a confusing line, but honestly, it's like, what most white people say when they're confronted with being a part of a racist system is like, it's a cop out. Right. Like, well, I'm, you know, why would you thank me if I'm a bad person? Not it's, but it is, I mean, it's tone deaf enough that that is really like how I think most white people see racism. It's pretty
0: realistic, but it's just jarring for this movie. Yeah. You know?
1: And especially after that moment where he's like, you, the glimmer of that speech is that he starts to understand it. Yeah. And then that's his response be like, Oh, I guess he didn't really learn anything. Yeah. But, I mean, he's fucking Jake. He's Jake Brigance. He hates his wife. He hates his kid. And he, yeah. All he loves is money, baby. I know.
0: Like usual with some of these movies, the small cameo characters really are the best characters.
1: Who's your fave?
0: That old pickled scoundrel, <laughs> Lucian Wilbanks. Pretty good. Pretty good character.
1: Uh, Sutherland? Or sorry, Donald, I gotta yeah, Donald. I gotta say the first name because we this is a double Southey.
0: double Sutherland. I know there's a few jokes where like we were, I was watching the movie with Carrie and I was like, can't believe he's like okay with his son being in the clan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know, especially oh god, you bring up Donald, that character is like oh, so frustrating. The
0: Kiefer character?
1: No, I oh, understood this? Kiefer. Donald's so frustrating where he has like a whole career of like actual protest in the yeah. ACLU, yeah. beats up a cop. And his, his takeaway is I should never have done those things. I know. I should have stayed a lawyer. I can't
0: practice law because I fucking led with my heart. Right.
1: Yeah. And I tried to make change in the world that it's just like, it's so fucking frustrating. Classic Grisham though. Yeah. Everyone's
0: out for themselves. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's why I really don't like this guy. <laughs> I should read one of his later books after he, I, I'm hoping that when you stopped believing in the death penalty, we got a new John. Yeah. Yeah. Cause wait pro death Christmas John. with the cranks,
0: <laughs> different Grisham. <laughs> can't wait, dude, this is why I'm doing it. I'm doing this to dude, get to Christmas, Christmas with cranks. the cranks, which is, it builds it up too much. Cause it's not, it's not like high cinema, but it's, Oh, I don't like high len- cinema lens of Grisham. It's uh, can't so wait.
1: good. And, as a jewish person is this so jews should, oh, love christmas movies. okay i'm gonna wait jews that's love a question christmas movies. that just it's a tease for the last episode of this series when we get to christmas with the cranks with charlie
0: the grisham jewverse
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so what was but donald is really good what did you what was captivating for you well, I mean,
0: who doesn't love like an alcoholic talent, a talented alcoholic, you know, it's such like a trope, but it's like, there's always these like genius right. drunks, you know, I love when you just like, s- I mean, I love this, how spacey has his number. He's like, send him a case of whatever he's drinking these days. He's like, keep great. him off the, the spacey like corruption stuff is great. Yeah. It's like, you know.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a funny. Continuation of the Tommy Lee Jones character, I think, from the last one. Exactly.
0: There's always some big, important person who's a piece of shit.
1: He's a piece of shit, but then he's like not. Like, all he's trying to do is get a guy convicted of murder who murdered someone. So he's like. I know. He's a piece of shit in some ways, but then you're like, oh, but he's just another lawyer trying to do his lawyer. Like, this easily could have been. His yep. he could have been the main character of this.
0: Yeah, everyone's
1: trying to get their shine. This is the one we've been waiting for, boys. It's yeah. like
0: Jesus, you know. You've been waiting for this. You've been waiting <laughs> for this rape murder <laughs> combo to come your way. Like it's also I mean, just such a just uh, just an incredibly pessimistic uh, point of view.
1: Right. Yeah, it's a good point. I never really thought about that, but yeah these these boys are all waiting for the worst shit to happen so that they could become governor, so they can capitalize. Yeah. Um, but I did, I really, that is a great just line that's like, get him whatever he's drinking. We haven't met the character yet, yeah. but like, oh, it's a perfect just half a line tease of what we're going to get.
0: Yeah, and then all the stuff with the judge. And
1: when he's cra- When you first meet Donnie, and he's just like, he's got a glass in one hand, he's cradling a bottle of whiskey yeah, in the other. It's a little baby. It's like a little baby. Baby doer. And he just pours out the tiniest of sips. Yeah. But that's such a great distinction between him just. sipping on a handle oh yeah because
0: he's he's drinking that little amount all through the day
1: exactly it's so good what and i heard that donald sutherland was gonna amp that shit up and joel was like dude we don't want this to turn into a full-blown comedy oh yeah need you a little in control interesting so i think it's perfect yeah yeah that's awesome that he other than his disgusting end where he's like just gonna live his life in a drunken stupor because he uh beat up a cop Rather than he, doing law,
0: did he have an affair with the with the secretary? I mean, they I really in, in, heavily insinuate. Yeah, that
1: scene is bonkers. Yeah, banged her all night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he fucked you. They fucked her good. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a fucking weird scene. Yeah, yeah. You're fucking secretary. And you're like, so how long have you been fucking that old drunk? Oh,
2: my
0: what?
1: I'm- and that was a funny moment in a 90s movie. Oh, of
0: course. I know. It's like oh, a little me too humor, you know.
1: But the problem is direct from the book. Why didn't Joel take that out?
0: I know. Well, it was the 90s. Was that back then it was like you had to have a little like power dynamic office romance, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh, the the book over and over again uses the R word because apparently like she had a son. A, 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 oh. a, I don't I can't can't say it but it's in the book over they like literally that character's name is it's sort of like in uh huckleberry finn how it's just like n-word jim this is like r-word boy is this like uh bastard son so i think Uh, they make it the book is much more clear that the affair happened we learn all about Uh. (laughs) the boy
0: well, luckily her husband dies, so it's all good. You expunge yeah. the, the yeah. cuckold. Yes. You know? uh,
1: expunge the cuckold. That's a good flag we should be flying. You ever thought about that? Just ex- get, drop down the U.S. flags, all those American flags you have out front? Yeah. <laughs> expunge, expunge the cuckold. Expunge the cuckold, yeah. Yeah, get eight of those instead of the American flags.
0: That's interesting. Interesting idea. Yeah. If anyone wants to seed that idea, send $300 to Charles. He'll work on it.
1: That's it? It's going to cost way more than three hundred dollars to make eight flags that say "expunge the coup." Design it
0: in Canva for free, and then I have I have other programs. And you make a couple, you make a couple flags. Flags aren't cheap. Yeah, but you can make them for. I need
1: eight flags. How much is a flag? I've never ordered or bought a flag. I think one flag would cost like three hundred dollars in this economy.
0: What are flags made of?
1: Shit, cloth. I think cloth. The tears of our fathers. Yeah so sad they're so sad freedom
0: isn't free flags are
1: expensive that's true yeah <laughs> do
0: you Think freedom isn't free is like a slogan to like justify how expensive flags are yeah they should be free they should be free Flags should be free
1: it's like the lawn do you have no? i guess you make a donation to get your lawn sign from your local uh council person probably yeah usually yeah so that's not free no. god what can i i'm just growing my lawn Get this, I don't mow the lawn. I mow the lawn like once a month. Oh yeah, I don't. I like a. I like a big lawn.
0: Yeah, you like a ticky lawn.
1: I like a ticky lawn. Yeah, I mean, also we're in the lulls of tick season. This yeah. is the lull. I don't, I've been finding ticks lately. You have? Yeah. Where? Several.
0: What are you doing? I found a tick on her this week. How? walking. She's walking somewhere. Hopefully not here, but it could have been in our yawn. I, I just... You have a nice short lawn. Yeah, I just called it a yawn instead of a lawn
1: mm, or a yard. Our yawn,
0: our yawn was quite long, uh, but I mowed it. Yeah, good. That's good. And weed whacked it, yeah. Oh, wow, both.
1: Yeah, so this guy who was mowing the lawn for one of my neighbors rang the doorbell, introduced himself, and was like, so your lawn's pretty long there. You got someone mowing it? I was like, "Odd." Oh, I don't care dude (laughs) he's like about to mow my lawn for hundreds of dollars for Um, flag money
0: wow he was trying to just insert himself in your lawn grass
1: what a lifestyle you mowing lawns you see a lawn that you want shorter and you fucking bother that person
0: I mean is it any different than Jehovah Witnesses coming to your door trying to get you to donate to the church (laughs) no it's just the lawn mowing version of that so yeah as long as Jehovah's show up and, you know, Jews try to get people to join temple. Christians try to get people to be missionaries. Like, it's just the Lord's work. See, this the is, grass Lord's work.
1: You're saying, yeah, this is it. This is the missionary work of the once, once you... This guy was a cop, too. He told me his whole life story.
0: Can't be a good cop if he needs some extra money. Well,
1: he was a cop. Was Honestly, a cop. in my book, the only good cop is now a cop who mows my lawn. Well, he's the grass police. It makes sense that he's at your door <laughs> and he's like, listen,
0: oh, we got no. a complaint here from me that... Uh, <laughs> your yard it needs to you're gonna get fined three hundred dollars or you can pay me three hundred dollars to uh to mow it
1: yeah or get a fly that says expunge the (laughs) cuck i'll also get you three hundred dollars whatever you want to spend your 300 bucks on man i can't believe you got you got accosted for yeah and then my neighbor sent me an email about the back lawn being like i'm afraid of getting ticked can you please mow your lawn it's like Wow! what are you talking about i mean i don't care i'm gonna mow it it's just been rainy the last couple weeks you know i'm not out there that's the
0: problem with here it's like you literally have to be a fucking meteorologist to know i have to look at the hour by hour that's why i mowed my lawn this week because i was like well it's gonna rain every fucking hour potentially so i
1: when did you do it two days ago we
0: got back from canada at like five o'clock and i i looked at the daily forecast and was basically like I'm gonna get a retired cop in my yard soon, yelling at me if I don't mow the lawn now. Yeah, that sucks. A post-Canada mow. This is, and, and then I, and then I did like a a midweek weed whack, like a morning before work, just around like the the bushes and stuff. Around all the flower beds. I mean, we've got yeah, yeah, so yeah. many different things. It's that must so taken trees. hours.
1: That's, Ooh, this is a good yeah. day to mow the lawn. Maybe Lux- I should stop well, recording. Well, luckily
0: I was able to complete it all outside of normal business hours from my day job. Wink, wink. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah, I'm the same way. Like she must think that, like I'm gonna email her back, but yeah, it's been on my list. I can do when I'm free, and then like she sees me out with my dog like all the fucking time, and she's like, he's free all the time. Skip a dog walk and mow the lawn, Mm -hmm. or walk. It's a dog in your yard in a crisscross pattern.
0: You should just leave like a like a landing strip of long grass, just to be like. Mm, I missed that. No one tells me.
1: Yeah. No, I'm gonna do it. But it's just like, I think I would have preferred rather than the tick thing, because like a, we have a big field, literally twenty feet or not twenty feet, hundred no feet mows. that no one mows. The ticks are there. The ticks are there. So like my grass, that's. Just I was like I just would've preferred like we don't like looking at your lawn. Yeah, but you just can't say it. that. You know what yeah.
0: I mean? That's actually like she found the loophole, which is yeah, like the, the public ticks. health, like you're protecting me from some awful tick borne illness that, you know.
1: Yeah. Hey, just don't roll around in my lawn, you know? That's a, that's the yeah. option. Do ticks really here's the thing, if ticks are in my lawn, would they then seek out a, a shorn lawn? I'm
0: not sure how that works. You know, I've never confirmed a tick in our yard you know we assume that we must have them because we have deer and we have other animals come through but like yeah look at them all we've actually we've only gotten ticks Elsewhere. from hiking from being in other places with confirmed right. longer grass so like but i feel like if you have lawn that's long they like long grass so like if you have long grass for a while that's i would i would I'm imagine saying. they maybe come and then they're like oh this is a new gentrified spot for us they should be thanking me
1: You're, my neighbor should have sent me an email be like I am so no. concerned about ticks. Thank you for growing your lawn so long that they're all coming to your lawn. Yeah,
0: but maybe if they start in your lawn, then they start to like get in her uh, lawn. It's when a it gets slippery lying. slope yeah, situation. it Could be like a you know, yeah. contagion of ticks. Fuck,
1: I don't think so. I think my lawn is the best lawn in town for ticks, and they're just gonna fucking they're gonna stay. They're have gonna have you set found ticks
0: in your in your Ow! yard. Does your dog get ticks from running around in the?
1: Not in my yard when we go elsewhere it's always elsewhere ticks yeah. are always elsewhere that would be another good flag yeah, ticks are always elsewhere I mean, ticks
0: you know they're nationalists
1: can we talk about Ellen Rock, rock, rock. oh my god another like true scumbag moment is when she's like my name is this but all you fuckheads like refuse to pronounce my name right I know great whatever her I character's know. bonkers
0: yeah it's, it's funny because there's some great you know Julia Roberts is great this is just one of the thinner um, cameos. I just, you know, she's...
1: The Runaway Jury, sorry to interrupt, but I just got a Libby notification that the Runaway Jury is ready for Ooh, me. Oh, I love Runaway Jury. Great. So um, i will read that next.
0: She, I just feel like she's like, she's confusing because it's like she's got this pedigree. She's like going to be a great lawyer, but she's like super self-aware about it. But then she's also like, She cheapens herself with her weird sexualization of everything. Um, I I get that she's in college, like, you know, whatever, hormones. But it's just sort of like, I don't know. It's just sort of, it's not, it's also not really motivated. She's not, I could get if she has like self-esteem issues or whatever that motivate why she's trying to prove herself in different ways. But he also is just sort of like, it's the classic 90s (laughs) thing where it's like, oh, like she's an object of our like, you know, sexual fantasies. To everyone she crosses paths with, which is similar to the Julia Roberts issue. Yeah. No, absolutely.
1: It's bonkers. In the book, she doesn't wear a bra. John tells us over and over again that her just like tits are hanging out. And at least, I mean, which is weird because this movie has a line where she doesn't wear underwear, but then Joel and the team decided to make her underwear visible. Right. She's always wearing like see-through shirts with bras. So it's like,
0: Well, and then she sexually harasses him with the scar, you know, where she, like, looks at his butt. Yeah.
1: Nice buns, she says, or something.
0: I mean, I guess it's refreshing that it's coming the opposite gender swap than, like, you know, what I guess people were accustomed to.
1: Not to get two buns there. I didn't mean that. But yeah, Matthew's like, Oh, I was so uh, drunk last night. I didn't even have time to put on fresh undies. And she's like, Just drop your fucking pants, man. Let me. Put a band aid on your wound I know. I know. right below your butt and he's got he's got a long shirt, I know it's a classic lawyer long shirt we got Course. there it covers Course. everything, yeah, wear that thing like a dress, yeah. but she flips it up she does a classic uh yeah me too thing where she just once uh, she's done with the band aid
0: so now that we're onto this like l- this layer of, of of this character, one thing that I also really hated, which was such a breaking of the fourth wall, was when Oliver Platt comes to like tell him what's going on you know like it's it's like that house has been burned i think it's right after the house has been burned down he like lists off all the things and he's like you're on the verge of having an affair and it's Mm -hmm. like kind of a creepy dude like is aware of that because like you actually don't see oliver platt in any of these more intimate situations right. he's playing like the voice of the audience in a way that really took me out of ooh, it good point I didn't really notice it really took me out of it there because I'm like you don't know I mean like yes he is on the verge of maybe having an affair but you weren't in the motel room and you didn't see her do the scar things like and he's not talking to you that much it seems like like he's never said like ooh I'd risk my you know family's future right now you know I mean even though he like Gets close, but it's it was
1: weird. Yeah, it's more like bringing it back to the firm, like the whole like oh my God. husband who is devoted to his family, except whenever he doesn't want to. Exactly. So like he doesn't actually fuck her, but he wants to, and the fact that he doesn't, we like all the fathers and the audience are like, "Damn, he did a good job. I would have fucked her." <laughs> yeah. It's like, what Again, the fuck? but like
0: classic grisham like <laughs> saying it how like human beings are trash in his mind and they're just one brawless uh mm. legal aid away from ruining their family's future together you it's know it's just
1: so interesting that he decides to make these like not just the main characters of the book but the heroes of his books it's like yeah. he acknowledges that we're all dog shit but then he's like but let's celebrate this dog shit. Yeah, let's yeah. make sure that's the person that always wins, and we want him to win. Oh, I don't mm. know. This is like
0: <laughs> maybe that's Grisham's genius; is he just makes people super relatable, even though it's like very sad, like you know, but the, like that, sad and like on the nose and like cliche, you know.
1: I think it just needs to be a little bit more dark rather than heroic if that's yeah. going to succeed. Because ultimately, all you're doing is perpetuating this idea of like this is a heroic person, yeah. the person that protects his family by not stopping to do the case that he said he would stop if it got too dangerous but by sending them away or yeah no
0: this is this is a movie about a guy who fucking doesn't care about anybody you know he risks his family's well-being his house his dog his yeah his colleagues his secretary he doesn't stop he like, wants he wants will banks to come into the courtroom and risk his like
1: disbarment you yeah know? he's just he's like the terminator yeah he's a bad boy and he he, he doesn't learn a goddamn thing and uh the ending well, let's stick on ellen he learns first. that he was worth the journey because he wins the case and right you know, his, and he's gonna be famous. Like his whole, like in the I book, know. it's over oh, and over. I hate the fame. Stuff. Yeah, he's like, I'm doing this for nine hundred bucks. The whole, like, a good chunk of this story is like him haranguing all of his relatives, he's like, "What can you fucking mortgage? Or what can you get me? Mm-hmm. How do I get more money out of you, sick people?" Yeah.
0: Well, and that's like a weird, clunky thing too, where it's like you show that he likes being on
1: TV, and he's now like right.
0: addicted to that. But like when he first comes out after meeting with him, with Samuel Jackson, and they're like, "Are you his lawyer?" And you see this weird beat where he sort of leans back like i can't believe i'm gonna agree to this and it's almost like he goes from i can't believe like me this is like weird bad to like i'm here i'm famous yeah, you know my... it's just it's not like a great i feel like they could have smoothed that turn over a
1: little yeah by just making him a different character yeah a character that i'd either like to like i need him to either have some sort of repercussions yeah for this to be a fiction because like yes i get it like these people exist and They're celebrated by our culture and they get away with it almost all the time. Yeah. I don't want my fiction to do that too. I want them to either be shown to be like sad, desperate people that get through it all but it sucks or to not have him win. He wins. This character is over and over again winning and all these. Flawed
0: people winning. Yeah. Everyone's, it's, it's like the Grisham thing is like he just like, he has no faith in humanity and any, all these characters have like deep flaws. You know? Yeah. I mean, Julia Roberts is maybe the closest cause she's like, just wants to, she has this like brief that ends up being written. right. But,
1: but again, her whole victory is not that she like is politically active and wants right. to make change in the country. It's that she, she wants loops. to write, she wants the right to write a fucking brief. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> well,
1: but Ellen is introduced in the book about 60% of the way in. So I thought it was oh, a wow. very smart decision in the movie yes. to get her in immediately even though she sucks.
0: Yeah, it's a tough adaptation. It sounds like this was not a clear movie. Like the adaptation job was actually, you know, sometimes when you hear about like adaptations you're just like, oh, they just take the book and they just like cut it down to what the movie scenes are and it's easy, but like in this case, they had to rework a bunch of stuff.
1: The book's terrible. Yeah. It's a really bad book and uh yeah, I think it's admirable in how well they made changes to make it a movie yeah not just turn it cinematic but also to like improve the story yeah even though it's still not yeah they bring her story. in
0: like you know 20 something minutes in like when
1: you right as yeah. soon as a case she's like oh yeah. i want to be a part of this yeah. and like it doesn't make any sense like we don't know jake well enough to know like free legal help from a babe that wears on un- that wears under wear sometimes and doesn't wear underwear sometimes yeah. she's free yeah. why did you not hire her immediately yeah we don't get the sense that he wants to do this alone because he's got oliver right. and he's got his drunken data boyfriend yeah like
0: and she also like hands him like a winning thing right out the yeah. gate she knows what she's
1: doing so that whole fucking song and dance bullshit makes no sense yeah. story-wise it's like yeah oh free help that's really good at this shit yeah get on my team
0: yeah if you want to motivate it maybe he is like a guy who like has a history of an affair and he's trying to right. be a better man. And he's so like, oh, of he that. knows his triggers, you know? Yeah, exactly.
1: That would have been good. That Punch been that good. shit up. Yeah. We can
0: reboot that shit with that backstory.
1: A time to kill.
0: Time to kill my adulterous Dude. tendencies.
1: Ooh, that's the title. Time to kill my adulterous tendencies. <laughs> that actually is a pretty good title.
0: It's a good title for this movie. That's like five movies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The whole race shit. We haven't really talked about. We honestly barely talked about Matthew McConaughey, uh, at all which I think is really interesting that you sort of talked it in some ways but ultimately he's a boring character he's definitely
0: not the MVP calling it right now playing no. my card there no definitely not
1: yeah he's fucking boring he did a good job like apparently again John was like I don't want any of these big actors give me a southern boy I read something interesting on IMDB which is he
0: auditioned for a different role mm-hmm. I think one of the, one of the uh, maybe the Kiefer role
1: yeah think he was
0: and he went to schumacher and he was like i read the script and i wanted can i do a screen test for jake you did a personal screen test and dude was like okay i mean that's ball i mean those stories like that's cool you know i mean that like that that's a advocating for yourself and sort of creating your own breaks like i'm all about people like manifesting their own shit Mm. you know
1: yeah just yeah
0: big believer in asking it's like you know it's in comedy and stuff it's like you just ask to do someone's show they say no no but it's like you can't just sit around and wait for people to like, give you opportunities. So
1: yeah, I mean, I don't mean to demean you because you are a guest of the program, but please, do I got my best guest by asking, and it wasn't you. I mean, I did ask you though, so it's another story of me manifesting you. You got or, you
0: got your best guest in the last month. Like, if you look well, at the last month, who your best guest was?
1: No, it's actually just came out less than a month ago. It, your but best
0: guest the last two weeks. Yeah. There you go. I manifested that shit. Yeah.
1: But dude, I got David Reese on the program uh, and all I did was ask. That's great. I offered nothing. Yeah. I just said, do you want to be on my show? And he said, yes. And then a year later he recorded an episode. Oh, that's really cool. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Just ask. Got to ask. Yeah. You could be the next Matthew McConaughey. You, I hope not. <laughs> you could. <laughs> um, well you brought up MVP unless you have anything else. I have,
0: I have a couple things. Um, Oh, good. I'll, one one thing is, uh, the, the race stuff is interesting, I thought, you know, classic Grisham, like everyone's corrupt. I like the like corruptness of like the the legal defense fund and all that. Another Grisham thing though is he's always gaming everyone. He's always like one step ahead with the like, we're going to use, uh, I mean, I thought that was cool. Samuel Jackson, like using that to pay McConaughey or whatever and right. know, coming up with a way to make money. Like that was interesting. Um, I feel like, That's probably something that does not age well now in like our current moment of like, oh, like the NAACP is corrupt. Like it's like it's a pretty that would be a pretty messed up
1: theme to do if this movie came out today. I remember Mm -hmm. my dad was all about that shit in the nineties and two thousands, which is like that's why I think that it's interesting, but again, it just like it's annoying to have the big story about the only black character. Really, Like, the main yeah. black character, the big story is that, oh, he's getting fucked over by the people that are trying to right. help him. Yeah. And he needs a beautiful white savior oh, to make man. sure that he gets his money from <sighs> That's the so corrupt true. black.
0: And even they have a white lawyer in mind. Yeah. You know?
1: I know. It's so fucked up. It's like, again, it's probably, well, I don't even know. It, this probably isn't how it is. But just, like, yeah. John's always about, like, just needs the white man to just come yeah. in and save the day from these problems that are uh god. You
0: know what character was great on paper but probably should have been a lot more fleshed out and could have been a lot more interesting is the clan cop. Clan cop. Clan cop. Yeah. Love the idea, but like he sort of just stands around. Like he doesn't really do anything. No. And it's like he could have been such an interesting like playing both sides kind of like what? Like kind of mm. like Tucci, like how Tucci's so memorable mm. as the assassin. It's like a, the clan cop is like on paper, like a Tucci-esque kind of idea. But it's uh the execution of it is just kind of underwhelming.
1: Yeah, I mean the whole way the police are treated in this movie is fucking dog shit. It's like such yeah. a pro cop, pro police brutality. Oh like I know. and again it's all okay because it's against the scumbag KKK guy, but like when they beat up that guy trying to blow up his house. Yeah. And it's, like, in the book, I mean, they torture him the same way. They, like, break his bones. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, what the fuck? This is a moment of heroic yeah. action for yeah. the deputy or the, what's the, the sheriff and Jake where yeah. he, they beat a man.
0: Yeah, no, I agree.
1: Yeah, it fucking sucks. And, like, the whole, you know, we were talked about Donald, but, like, his big moment was, like, I shouldn't have punched the cops. It's like, no, yeah. punch more cops. <laughs> <laughs> this is like not the lesson to be learned. Don't let them beat you I, up. I know. I think um,
0: another thing, too, is like, I mean, can I share my MVP, but yeah. also my criticism, too? Great. I think my MVP is also, in a way, the criticism of a lot of the sort of this movie is that it's very like passive, like in the same way that like the jurors, the one in the book that like has the big monologue, it's like, the MVP is someone who should be have a role that other people like the, the way that McConaughey is boring and he doesn't really do anything except like usurping this jurors dialogue from the book. It's like the MVP to me is the Mickey mouse tattoo clan guy. Who's like, someone's going to get killed. Someone's going to blow up the house. Like yeah, it takes some random figure to save Sandra Bullock. Like, none of these main characters are active yeah. in the problem solving. He's it's just this one. like clan guy with second thoughts. If he's not there, she dies and gets eaten by wolves. The house, like he, he's McConaughey's whole, whole family, family gets killed. Like, yeah. That's the device you want to use is just some good Samaritan clan guy. <laughs> yes, so he's he's MVP. The MVP. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: so perfect. This movie. Absolutely. And the book even more so like, demands that we award the not so bad kkk guy the <laughs> the fucking winner of this movie because that's the vibes this movie brings out uh yeah I, I forget does he die in the movie um i don't think so he dies in the book okay because he gets out yeah but it is such a great like the cops are fucking useless and the only way they know where to be is because mickey mouse comes yeah, through yeah yeah god the cop, the the sheriff has such a big role in the book. I'm glad he just was sort of like
0: yeah, kicking tertiary. around.
1: Yeah, he sucked. God, he sucked. Uh, what do you think about the scene where the guy without a leg goes, him <laughs> what a I mean, great... you see that coming from a mile away, you know? It's so It's just like pinpoints the exact problem with this book is like, the guy that would do had to lose his leg is like, I would fucking murder those animals too. You got to set this guy free. No, like, that's know. not a
0: legal defense. I know. It's like, I'm pretty sure you hate not having to be able to do your job and you lost a leg. And oh, that was sick. Also, the scene when they just like sneak him in to say, I'm sorry. Like, I don't think from a, I mean, I guess they sort of intimate that that isn't like a legal thing, but it's like,
1: yeah. Pretty risky move there for all parties. That was yeah. sick when Kevin's like, So so boy, can you still be a cop without a leg? And he's like, No, I mean I, I can I sort of be a cop. I, I'm
0: I not can a real sort cop. The mail. No. I can sort the mail every day. <laughs> Look at that
1: pathetic scoundrel used to be such a beautiful cop and now he's <laughs> sorting papers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, pretty funny watching
0: spacey be like brutal and then it's like actually spacey is pretty brutal person. i know like it's... later in hindsight it's like great acting it's like oh or just channeling some of them. right
1: <laughs> the fact that he gets to um be not he doesn't really defend child rapists but he's more on the side of the child rapist which is a pretty uh apt spacey spacey oh, yeah. character to be playing yeah, yeah, yeah i'm gonna give the mvp to carl lee because He should have been so much more, and he's the only character that, like, has anything interesting going on. Yeah, it's true. Everyone else is just, like, bumbling around. He's got a
0: real mission and a real, like, you know, there's, like, a real reason why he does everything, and, you know, it's... Yeah, and he... It's steeped in the social problems and the race stuff and everything, class stuff.
1: And, yeah, he he tries his best to... uh, It's, like, it's so reminiscent of, like, the 2020 summer protest or it was 2020 right summer protests yeah like you see that and like everyone's activated and then the end of the yeah. movie's like but i'm one of the bad guys so fuck you
0: honorable mention
1: mm? i'll allow it
0: dude the, the young <laughs> kid perfect aim on the molotov cocktail to take down the grand wizard of mississippi that's just ruled. like a perfect throw <sighs> fucking flaming man and it's like motivated from the beginning. You see him just like when he sees a trucker by and you're like, oh, that's this dude's going to get his revenge later. Yeah.
1: I got to say the opening shots of just like without any dialogue watching the way the black characters engage with the two creeps, I thought was really good storytelling.
0: Yeah, they understand the the position of like how society is like just so fucked yeah. and they can't, there's like the helplessness and of it.
1: bookending it, I think that's like why there's more to Joel's vision than John's because their body language is the same when Jake and his wife and kids shows up. Yeah, and I don't. It's it's like that's really interesting to see. I, I just it has so much going on in that one moment. Like, how do you repair this? And spending time with people is like really the only way we can even try to start and totally that same like misgiving and distrust about this person coming to their barbecue it's like yeah fuck yeah yeah why yeah. would you want this person here yeah totally and it's like the start of something the ending was hilarious yeah when i just kept cutting back and forth to them nodding and smiling at each other i want to watch that go on for another hour <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna make that ending <laughs> it was so fucking cat. funny just them it was like that scene in Monty Python, The Holy Grail, where they keep cutting back to him right, going the horse. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. Save the world, one child friendship at a
0: time. Yeah.
1: That was good when the kids meet each other. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like it's, I think that's the way this... I don't remember how the book ends, to be honest. It doesn't really make any difference. But again, I think that's what Joel is like. He's more interested in this idea of what actual racism is, not right. like, do we get this one black person out of jail it's like what does jake actually represent and what can he do not by being a lawyer but by being a person to like at least attempt to do something good yeah
0: no that's true so it's a nice ending that's real
1: I i liked it um, but that being said, I I am definitely asking when will it end? I this is bonkers, madness, bullshit, and I don't really want any more to do with it.
0: No, I think it, Like I said, it's like this feels like its own like sequence of
1: movies, right? Like, you know? Yeah, we already have a franchise worth of bullshit in this, yeah. and I don't want. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. What about you though? Sounds like you might also be done.
0: Done, done with the done with time to kill.
1: Yeah. No, no
0: more time to kill time no, to not kill time has been killed two hours and 29 minutes of this felt like four hours like oh my god i like yeah, i like some elements of it for sure uh but it's just it's uh, just too you know also i can't i think it's a Chappelle sketch or the, yes they deserve to die and i hope they burn in hell i feel like that's like a i've seen that in like a comedy sketch and it's like so it's like when i saw that part uh, of the movie i like just didn't even um, didn't even like rate for me emotionally because i was like oh yeah that's like some
1: joke <laughs> that yeah, it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only note I really took down was that I liked the lighting in the scene where he's first, in, like the fucking sunset, and mm. when Samuel Jackson shows up and says he's gonna kill the two guys. Yeah. That scene looked awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's good.
0: I love the sneaking in overnight and just like it's a well, well hatched plan.
1: Yeah. Way better than the the fucking book is just like. So they have their pre-trial and they meet the judge and we go through all that and then he goes and he goes to fucking New Orleans or somewhere to get a gun from a gangster oh, and God. then he comes back and it's just like endless planning. Oh, and it's Jesus. so much better to like skip all that shit yeah and he's just like I don't even want them to go to trial yeah I'm gonna murder yeah. these clowns yeah So that was yeah that's a good uh, that's a good update. I I'm, I like that Joel did good work. He, yes. he translated Grisham really well,
0: definitely. And I like that Grisham is an author and not a head of a banana republic nation, because I would not like to see what that '96 Grisham how he would like do with his enemies politically. Jesus. You know, no yeah. due
1: process. Um, well, the next one is a thing I've never heard of. I have nothing. I don't. I've never. I've never read the book. I don't know anything about the Chamber.
0: The Chamber, yes. I feel like I watched that as part of our um, your, your COVID binge. COVID binge, um, but I I don't recall it well. So I'm excited. Great. Yeah, there's a few on this list that I definitely didn't. See. There's one, the Gingerbread Man.
1: That's the Altman.
0: Never. That's Robert. Di- missed it. I think Altman. Yeah. It's
1: not streaming anywhere. I had to get it on DVD from the library. Oh, wow. Never released on Blu-ray. Wow. Okay. So weird. So uh, that'll be fun to get to. But yeah, yeah um. Chambers next, uh, d- another doubler, 96-96. So just like 93, we got two Grishams in a year. Wow. Chamber. We don't get those treats anymore.
0: Yeah. Classic Grisham, the Chamber.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, well, he he learns his lesson in the 2000s. Still no longer uses the in his titles. Just Christmas with Damn. the Cranks. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait, dude.
0: Yeah. Uh, such a good Grisham.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's a little Superman logo at the bottom of my mug. Mm-hmm. Of course. That's yeah, nice. A little Easter egg for you.
2: Great.